Okay. <laughs> now, before I officially welcome you to this episode of our podcast, I just want to say that <laughs> this episode is really, 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 really. It's. <laughs> this is one of the reasons why the federal government or will i say the central bank is the biggest scam hello and welcome to another amazing episode of the crypto talk i am your host brian now in today's episode we'll be talking about quantitative easing now basically quantitative easing is just one very very big grammar basically because in the end it's still about printing money but now the thing is the central bank um one of the roles that the central bank plays is the central bank is there or the central bank exists to help stabilize the economy now after the financial crisis of 2008 you know we've done a podcast on that so if you haven't listened i suggest you check one of our previous episodes you'll be able to listen and understand what caused the financial crisis of 2008 now after the financial crisis of 2008 the federal ba- the federal government and mostly the central banks decided that they needed a way or a system to help the economy recover from recession a very very quick way so that once they noticed that um the economy is tending towards recession or there's this slight inclination or this possibility that there is going to be recession the central bank steps in and fixes the problem now presumably fixes the problem (laughs) because i wouldn't say it's a fix i'll just say it's a temporary solution it seems like a temporary solution it seems like a solution it's not actually a solution what quantitative easing is it involves printing of money but not just printing money per se, like, you know, because when we say printing money and adding more money to the currency supply, the next thing that goes to mind is, you know, the printing press or where they print money and then printing several notes and that. You see, no, how they print money is they just print it digitally. So they just credit themselves with the amount they would like to print. Let's say they want to print $1 billion. They just credit their account with one billion dollars just like that this is why in most cases the world is tending towards the cashless policy because (laughs) they print money digitally so they just like magically put the money in their account and like yeah so the money is fully digital there are more there's more digital money that exists than there is cash to represent it so what they do is they just um print this money digitally put it in their accounts as they just credit themselves and ta-da, money is added to the supply when the country shows a sign of a slowing economy the central banks step in so what they do is they step in and try and boost the economy so they do this through what we call expansionary monetary policy now this expansionary money monetary policy is a system they use to encourage spending and lending so what they're trying to do is they're trying to encourage circulation of money basically because when there's a recession people tend to hoard money and then as people tend to keep money it's like the scarcity of money so they encourage spending and lending so that there's continuous flow of money and then you want to keep spending your money because things are cheaper or interest rates are lower and then you want to keep borrowing money because interest rates are also lower as well and it just makes sense you see so how they do it 
how they do this is the lower interest rates let's say on a normal day if you are supposed to borrow an amount of money and the interest rate is supposed to be let's say two percent annually so the lower the interest rate to as low as let's say a 1.5 or a 1.8 so they encourage borrowing so now you wanted to buy a house and then the interest rate is two percent annually and you're like okay this is way too expensive you want to save some money first but instead when you lower this interest rate to let's say 1.5 1.8 you just want to instantly buy up the house because you don't know how long that interest rate is going to last you don't know how long it's going to remain that low and you just lend money or borrow money and you know go and buy the house by reducing and lowering interest rates they encourage borrowing and people just keep borrowing and borrowing and borrowing but now the problem with this is you can only lower interest rates so low <laughs> i mean for example countries like america uk sorry yeah countries like america uk and i think japan have interest rates as low as 1.5 to 1.8 percent the interest rates are single digits interest rates already it's that low and then for some countries for several other countries <laughs> they have their interest rates as low as the negative zone so if there is recession and now they can no longer lower interest rates any lower because i mean it's it's already like super super low so how low can it get now this is why they introduced or they created something called quantitative easing so we have the expansionary monetary policy which they used to encourage lending and um, spending by lowering interest rates encouraging borrowing and all of that but like i said they can only lower interest rates so low so with quantitative easing they introduce money into the supply of money so they pump up the supply of money like i said earlier on by miraculously crediting themselves digitally with billions and trillions of dollars and once they do this they now take this money and pump it into the economy so how do they pump this money into the economy they use this money to start buying securities assets bonds and they just you know use the money to acquire all of this so they're pumping the money into the economy now as they buy these securities these bonds and everything these assets that they start purchasing they are basically just pumping more money into the economy you know increasing the money supply increasing the money supply and when they buy these securities and bonds and assets what happens is the returns on these assets reduces because the prices increase and investors tend to remove their monies from these assets and find riskier and more profitable places to invest their money so strategically they've put more money they've pumped money into the supply they you know pumped more money into the supply of money by investing in certain assets forcing investors to remove their money from these assets because the rates the returns on these assets have gone down so as investors remove their money from these assets and invest in riskier assets in riskier bonds and in other investments interest rates go down so as interest rates go down money spending lending borrowing is still encouraged now it seems like a very very smart plan i mean print money 
pump it into the supply by acquiring assets and bonds and securities and then force investors to look for riskier assets to invest in for better returns because you have invested in a particular asset that has now reduced the returns of those assets causing an increase in the price and so investors now have to find other places to put their money thereby costing money to keep circulating it all makes sense i mean the concept makes so much sense but the plan is that when they pump this money into the supply of money and over time as the economy stabilizes as the economy gets better that they remove the money so they take the currency supply back to its previous amount let's say there was five trillion dollars circulation and they add one trillion dollars making it six trillion dollars now after they've added the one trillion dollars and it has helped the economy miraculously the plan is over time they take out that one trillion dollars back so that money in circulation remains fixed that is supposed to be the plan that is supposed to be how it works that's that was that was the that was the deal you see but i mean as of 2008 the federal reserve the you know the central bank of america was holding one trillion dollars in assets assets they've acquired from you know the money they've printed so they print this money acquire these assets and all these things as of 2008 it seemed like a very good plan help you know help the economy help the world save the financial crisis sorry save the financial system by 2008 they're holding one trillion dollars of assets as of 2019, it was up to four trillion, and here we are in 2021, and it's already up to like 7.5 trillion dollars. And you're wondering, are they ever going to reduce the money supply? Well, obviously, I don't know if they can or they will. You see, but this is this is the entire concept of quantitative easing. So quantitative easing is how they add money to the supply of money to help the economy. So the economy is tending towards recession or the economy needs saving they print more money digitally add it to the supply by crediting their accounts use this money to acquire assets bonds and securities and just you know pump the money into the economy now as they pump the money into the economy acquiring all these securities and assets and all of that they reduce the return rate on these investments forcing investors to take their money and find riskier places to put their money thereby encouraging circulation of money encouraging spending encouraging borrowing encouraging lending and just encouraging you know a stable balanced financial system an excellent concept really makes so much sense but it causes inflation why increase in the money supply would always lead to a decrease in the value of money now we talked about this in one of our previous episodes where we explained inflation and in another episode we also talked about deflation so if you haven't listened to that episode yet i really really suggest you go back and listen to it you'll love it really you know how they talk about pumping more money into the economy and thinking it benefits the economy but it doesn't because money loses value the more money you pump into the economy but that's basically it so thank you so much for listening to this episode and like i said in the intro i mean this is this just proves that the whole government and i mean this whole body is a scam because 
if they can just keep pumping money into the economy pumping money printing money into circulation creating money do you now think that this money is actually real thank you so much for listening and do have an awesome time bye bye